0: Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerd, fellow host, Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. It's a Wednesday.
1: Uh, well... Depends.
0: And we're uh, entering week 12. Yeah, right. The, this is it. Sure. For most leagues, this is it. For a lot of people running in the last week of your fantasy season, some of you are like, thank God it is over. Mm-hmm. Some of you are going, oh, man, if I only had two more weeks, I could turn this bad boy around. <laughs> but for the most part, in Dynasty, when sometimes it's over, it's like, okay, man, man, I kind of hope I lose this week. You know, I'm already out of the playoffs. Uh, I'd like to have a top three pick instead of a top five pick or number six pick even though i feel like this draft after you get after you get saquon barkley as a numerous uh bona fide number one one and that will not change no matter what even if he tears his acl um <laughs> it's gonna be still a pretty good top it's gonna be pretty t- nice top heavy draft right, of right. corland sun calvin ridley uh you know darius guys. It's gonna be a nice draft class so in the top half so if you have a top six pick i think i in a pretty good shape and I feel I like so, right. and I feel like this draft class even the first round you're going to be in pretty good shape. Those people that have the 8 9 pick, just like this year how they came away pretty happy. It's going to be the same boat and then it's going to start to drop off uh there in the second round. But we got a lot to do. We got a lot to lot to dig into. We were just talking about before how draftbreakdown.com is now uh charging for their site,
1: which it is, is right? I
0: th- I think good for them because they do tremendous work. So we use that. That's a site that we use. If you're ever interested in watching rookie tape, that's what we use to watch all our rookie tape on. So kind of like a little free plug for them. Sure. Breakdown.com. Yeah. It's a great site to watch every rookie game possible, which is what we do in our off season because we're dynasty nerds. Junkies, man. (laughs) We are. But I think that's also why we have such accurate uh, rookie takes and why we work out so well is because we actually put our eyes to the film and we let that do the talking. Indeed. Hey, this guy good? Yeah. Hey, why are people taking this guy? He's not that good. I don't know, because everybody else says he is going to be good. Did they watch his tape? Probably not. They're probably just going off some other people. Would well, you watch his tape? Probably not. Probably not. We should watch his tape. Why? Because it shows you that he's not going to be that good. He's just going to be kind of average, even though Samadji Piran came out and had a nice game.
1: Yeah, no, he actually did.
0: Good for him, right? Yeah. So are you excited about Week 12?
1: Am I excited? Yeah. I'm always excited.
0: Me too. I got a lot of playoffs uh, on the line here to get into, and I'm pretty excited for nothing's better than the playoffs when those right. games really matter. Uh, so it's I too am excited. So for this, we'll do some. Uh, we'll kind of still stay in the midst of things, and we're gonna start doing some actual serious shows here. We we'll do another. We're gonna do a rookie redraft. Um, see what we've learned after this year of the rookies, and we're gonna redraft them. Uh, we'll see where Alvin Kamara goes. Right around one, one, probably 1-2. pretty, probably <laughs> pretty high. Uh, it's between. I mean, right now, we were talking about it when we were watching the Browns game together. Uh, Alvin Kamara, like we were saying, okay, obviously you take Kamara ahead of uh, Christian McCaffrey. You obviously take him ahead of Joe Mixon. We said we both take him ahead of Cream Hunt. Right? Sure, yeah. Yeah, and Cream Hunt's a stud muffin. Absolutely. Dalvin Cook.
1: Um. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. It's pretty close. It's With the ACL close.
0: injury, that's going to be kind of a deal breaker. And sure. Leonard Fournette, I would take Alvin Kamara. Am I crazy?
1: You're not crazy.
0: I would take Alvin Kamara over Leonard Fournette. The guy is not only a great pass catcher, but he's elusive. He's one yeah. of the most elusive running backs in there. He's over there hurtling people. Like, he's Jesse Owens and stuff.
1: Like, like no doubt, man.
0: Ooh, Gwen Stefani style. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the guy is, I am I made a bold prediction at the beginning of the year that he'd be a running back one from week six on. He got a little bit of jump start there. Was right around week five. Sure. Uh, started busting out. Even though Mark Ingram has been fantastic, too, and has outproduced Alvin Kamara. And I think about half the games uh, that they've played.
1: They, they, yeah, they've gone like, oh, it seems like every other game. It seems like one of them, they're both startable, and then one of them just explodes and goes
0: berserk. We'll we won't get We to talk the same, so we, sure. but since we're we just dive into it now because we're talking to them, so we'll kind of glance over it when we get to that point. But Alvin Kamara is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth.
1: So help you.
0: So help you and your gods. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I absolutely love the guy. Would you take him over, Corey Davis?
1: I, um...
0: I guess it would depend on your roster structure. Right? It would
1: It would definitely depend on your roster structure, but I wasn't as high on Corey Davis as you were. I, I had people ahead of him. Oh, sorry,
0: him. you had Mike Williams ahead of him. Yeah. But do you still have Mike Williams ahead of Corey Davis now?
1: Unfortunately. I mean, how could you? I don't know. I, don't I can't know. really you assess. You say foolish things all the time, I so can't I'm just really, I'm kind of I, send you up to say something foolish. I can't really assess either one of them. Come on. Neither come on, one of them stupid. been on the field.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, Corey Davis has been on the field. And he's actually flashed. He's made some really nice catches. No, I
1: know he he, he is starting to come along, but um, there think, was a, there think, was a while there that both of them were just injured, and
0: it was like come I on, personally, man. I mean, talk about a huge disappointment. Marcus Mariota has been right. I mean, somebody that we thought would take a big step this year, he's been really subpar at best. I don't even think he's had one. I repeat, I don't think he's had one QB one week all year long.
1: Well, him and David Carr both kind of regressed after after they broke their legs at the end of last year. So it might be one of those things where. Neither one of them were fully ready, and they kind of got rushed along, and and neither and one slumped of them. Slump till then, yeah. And kind look of, for the
0: offense to rebound next year. That's
1: what I'm thinking. I think least.
0: a full off season. With Corey Davis is going to help as well. I do right. think he's going to be somebody that's he's still going to be the. Truth. I mean, it's
1: it's tough. You got you get off on the wrong foot when you don't get into like a full off season as a quarterback, especially you, you're missing a lot of timing and stuff like that, and and just general, uh, you know, getting into football, speed and shape and stuff
0: like that. Okay. And dynasty startup, would you take Alvin Kamara over Corey Davis? Which would I would at this point I would assume both would go right in the second round, probably mid to late second round in a dynasty startup.
1: Yeah, because uh, getting a running back that can do that
0: is harder than getting a wide receiver that can do that with some longevity there as well. Right. Uh, yeah, he's again he is uh, he's a stud. I'm happy. Yep. I gotta, I've got I think I've got like four or five, maybe not. It's probably too high. Maybe like four Alvin Kamara shares, and I'm extremely ecstatic. And this goes to show you just never know. You just never know these drafts. You never know in the rookie draft. You know we're talking Leonard Fournette, Dalvin Cook. Again, not like these running backs are bad. These are all cream hunt. Obviously, all great sure, options to sure. have. But there you were, sin pick number eight, pick number seven, and you came in with Alvin Kamara. I, I mean, I think this is. You're I think happy.
1: it's just further proof that this is going to go down as one of the best drafts ever.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: I mean, you're just plucking guys out of the second round that are still pretty amazing. So. You
0: could well the receiving class has been pretty disappointing, but besides that, there's still promise there. Just no breakouts, right. but if you just drafted alone, like if you just traded all everything, when you had all first round picks from here, this class, I mean, you're feeling pretty good. You're feeling you have a couple of good, really good tight ends. You have the best running backs in your league.
1: Tight ends, quarterbacks. I mean, I mean there was a little. I mean, there's a little bit of everything. The wide receivers were a little bit weak, but but
0: you, you feel comfortable growing sure. and you're riding along right. on those running backs. I mean, Absolutely. can you imagine if you had Leonard Fournette, Dalvin Cook, Christian McCaffrey, Cream Hunt, and Alvin Kamara on your roster? You just you can, go get, you can go get the receiver you want. Sure, yeah, you absolutely could. So, let's talk about some news and notes, shall we? Some big news today, real shocking news. Right, what a disaster transport this has been out there in New York City, the Big Apple. Took a big bite out of crime today, an Eli Man's butt cheeks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, man, um, that was a, a big time. So I actually kind of came into a conversation late on the radio and didn't know like fully understand what the heck they were even talking about because they were talking about benching somebody. I'm like, who? that? I'm like, what's – like, benching a New York quarterback, I'm thinking, oh, it's got to be Josh McCown. But they were actually talking about Eli Manning, and I was just – I mean, I was flabbergasted. Ben McAdoo is a jokester. How – I mean, how – I don't understand how they think Geno Smith is going to give him a better shot of winning anything. What
0: do you need to see of Geno Smith? Like, what do you need to see? Like, okay, if you want to start Davis Webb to see what you want to start him, I understand. I still don't agree, but that makes more sense. But the fact that Ben McAdoo, who's a lame duck coach as it is, who's terrible as it is, bad head coach, man. Yes, and I can't believe ownership. Like if Ben McAdoo, like okay, if I own the Giants, right? If I'm if I'm those guys, and and Ben McAdoo comes in here with his Ned Flanders looking ass and comes in there and says, "Hey guys, how do they do?" Uh, I'm thinking about benching Eli Manning, who you know has been just. decimated by all these uh, injuries with his receiving course, who's this two-time Super Bowl champion future Hall of Famer. Got
1: literally no offensive line in front of him.
0: No offensive line, no run game whatsoever. I think it's dark out there, Darkwa. Um, I am going to bench him and start Geno Smith. I-, I would be like, hey, 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 that is a fantastic idea.
1: Hey, Slick, uh, why don't you grab a box? <laughs>
0: listen, <laughs> listen, we can talk about this later, maybe over FaceTime um, from your house because uh, – I need you to exit the building because you yeah. no longer work here. Uh, I was going to wait till the end of the season to fire you. But listen, man, uh, things aren't going good. and I blame you mostly. Yeah. Uh, when we let Tom Coughlin go, we thought you were going to be kind of offensive guru guy. Kind of, you know, hey, let's get the ball in the running back's hands, make something happen. Uh, that didn't happen. And honestly, I feel like you're kind of a jinx. Ned, <laughs> uh, my name is Ben. No, okay, Ned, that's fine with your name. It does no longer matter here, okay? Well, well it'll be on your check as you, as, you, as we pay you off.
1: Ned, Ned, I'm a billionaire. Get out of here. <laughs> Ned. <laughs> call you whatever I want. I'll call you. <laughs> Listen, technically I kind
0: of own you. <laughs> seriously, Pacquiao. Yeah, that makes no sense, man. They're using him as a scape- scapegoat. I read something that his numbers this year, even though despite all the injuries, are better than his numbers last year even for the playoffs on So. I don't get it. They're using him as scapegoat. Ben McAdoo's coming out here and saying, "I owe it to the team to see what we have in these other quarterbacks at this time in the season." Uh, no, you don't. No, you don't. What do you? What do you, for what? You think Geno Smith is the future? No, dude. You have a top pick. If you want again, if you're into that, you just start Davis Webb. And good for Eli too. When it came to him, hey, do you want to start the game so you can keep your streak going? And he's like, no, <laughs> so, yeah. No, no, I don't. That's something Brock Osweiler would do. Right, you no know, yeah. idea. Can, can I get one snap? and Keep my streak going. Four consecutive starts. My all-time <laughs> record. <laughs> uh, listen, listen, Brock. We need you to get that box over there and follow Ben out the door. <laughs> 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 You're super turn number two. Uh, so obviously, they're going to bring in Geno Smith. Right? Uh, can Geno Smith improve from what he did three years ago? Yeah, I'm not saying he can't. You know, I, absolutely. You're talking about a guy who's a former first-round pick, uh, second-round pick. I, I can't it's so long ago right uh, I should I should think of number two when <laughs> I think of him you are correct sir but uh-huh. uh yeah come on I mean this obviously hurts every Ingram a little bit probably hurts Dylan Shepherd a little bit as well safe to say if you have a New York Giant you're entering the playoffs this this uh next week or two just stand clear yeah that's
1: the best plan of action yeah, right of there. the Giants that just sit they days. enter
0: the Chernobyl territory of like yeah yep. well just stand clear Sterling Shepard's a good player uh, Evan Ingram's a good player, but let's just wait till next year. Do you think this will hurt Odell? I mean, they're probably still. Gonna, I guess you will have no choice if they franchise him. But like, hey man, I don't know what's going on here in New York. Maybe I should kind of take my talents to South Beach.
1: Um, I mean, right, he'll he'll get franchised. It it won't matter. He ain't going it's nowhere. A, it's a moot point, man.
0: I agree. So Eli's benched. Uh, you can't even start in a super flex. You you don't even want to start Geno Smith because even then they're said they're probably gonna get Davis as well. So you're kind of screwed. Either way, there I right. have Eli Man in our Superflex league. That was never a good decision taking him anyways. Uh, I kind of botched my whole team up in my quarterback situation in the team. First time I ever drafted a Superflex team. Shame on me. The new the new league I start next year is going to be a Superflex league, I think. I won't make the same mistake twice. Oh, boy. All first five picks are going to be quarterbacks. See, so yeah, I learned my lesson.
1: Lesson learned.
0: Pretty much a two QB of mine. I'm going to change my Twitter handle to add Dynasty Rich two QBs. That seems stupid. It is pretty stupid. Yeah, it seems too long. Well, I'm in another Super Flex League. I've been in first place. Oh, nice. I'm in second place. It doesn't matter. Right. Top two. Our
1: Super Flex League is crazy, like, wide open. Oh, yeah. There's, like, eight people that could finish with, like, the top record
0: it's, yeah there's like eight silly. people up there and i'm number nine yeah i'm, picked, I'm literally <laughs> you, number nine you are <laughs> i'm right in the outside i'm two games out of the playoff hunt. Uh, uh but my you know my team's built around my young receivers i have no running backs right i think no everyone
1: everyone in that league is like eight and four or seven and five except for you and like two other people
0: yeah and i love that i love when everybody has a chance in it. but you'll see a lot of that in year one dynasty leagues there's a lot of parody in there of course you have your couple bottom teams but in year one dynasty you see it it's pretty much a redraft league so you see tons of just like your redraft leagues tons of parody and you'll have that in a first year super flex league super excited if i start off a team and it's it starts off you know missing the playoffs like this it gives me a a nice building point sure
1: absolutely man yeah you can sell off a couple pieces here at the end and uh and really, really build it right.
0: And I have Allen Robinson come back. I'll be excited going to go into it next year. Unlike right. my Don, Dynasty Nerds podcast, Listener League, which is the worst team I've ever owned in my entire life, uh, I have zero talent on it uh, besides AJ Green. I was going
1: to say, you're still hanging on just AJ Green, right?
0: Yeah, because nobody ever wants to trade anything for him. Yeah. Well, they will, but they'll offer me uh, Devontae Parker and a third no. for a a AJ bag, Green. A bag
1: of sandwiches. Yeah,
0: yeah, you know, those are the kind of trade offers you get. But you live and you learn. Um, so Eli Manning out. Another guy going to be out this week, not because he's benched. Nope. Not because he's hurt. Nope. Because he's a scuffler.
1: He gets in fights. He's like he likes to fight, guy.
0: Yeah, him and cornerbacks don't get along. You hear some bad stuff about Michael Crabtree and his attitude. But listen, Akib Talib did take his chain again. He snatched his chain, he snatched his chain first. There was a little scuffle, and he snatched his chain. And he's like, "Oh hell no, not number two, two I'm, chains."
1: I'm I'm taping it.
0: They went full out. They went full out uh, brawl there.
1: Yeah, they sure did.
0: I mean, he took off his helmet. He was ready to go. That was stupid. Not to leave. Yeah, he left his helmet on. That's smart. Hey, he man, business. He you yeah. want to go, man? I mean, he went and fight like a man. To right. leave, want to fight like a woman? Well, which is no offense to women. That's kind of not fair to women. Right? Why exactly. would? Well, uh, oh, I think a woman take off her helmet too. Actually, they're crazy. They'd all take off their helmets probably. Yeah,
1: I've seen some chick fights, and that
0: I don't take back. Yeah, because ninety eight percent of the women I've met in my life. Crazy,
1: you just got to find that right kind of crazy for you.
0: I married one, <laughs> I thought she was the right kind, but not crazy. She's the craziest one out of all of them. Nice, don't let her listen to this podcast. <laughs> I'll tell that to her face. No, oh, I sh- won't. Sure you, will. No. sure, you will. Babe, you're the craziest woman I ever met. <laughs> Why are out, children? Call 911. <laughs> <laughs> why is mom beating down with a frying pan
1: <laughs> all, right, all right all
0: right so crabtree's out crabtree's
1: out amari cooper actually out as well yeah a
0: little boob on the ankle
1: i know he got a concussion oh is that what it was did he get an is, yeah, he's I in the concussion he... protocol i know that did he hurt his, his ankle too I his ankle is a little banged right, up too. maybe it's both maybe he's, oh, yeah. maybe he's on the shelf for two reasons
0: so he's gonna miss this week crabtree was suspended two games now he's only gonna be suspended one game he did get reduced. Thank. The baby Jesus is because I have him in the league when I'm entering the playoffs, and I need him. Like mm-hmm. I, I, He's my number one receiver right. in that league, and I need him to step up with my Derek Carr stack in there and help me out. So I was very depressed that he's suspended, uh, but he is for a game. But at least he got reduced, so he'll be there for the week one of the playoffs, which is a very important week. More important than week 12, unless you're trying to get into playoffs. Right. Then it's just as important because it's pretty much a playoff game. <laughs> so... Crabtree's going back. So in the meantime, who do you play there? You have Cordarrelle Patterson. You have Seth Roberts. Jared Cook should get a nice little boost there at the tight end position. I hope he's the number one target there.
1: Yeah, I mean that's what it, it, it's probably going to be. A little bit of a down week for you know um, Derek Carr.
0: And look for so. Marshawn Lynch to get a nice boost there. Uh, and I expect them to ride Marshawn Lynch pretty heavy down here down the stretch. A, a nice twenty-five carry per game, kind of kind of little action going on from Marshawn. So Crabtree owners, it's. One game is better than two. If you take the one and you divide it in the two, that gives you one, which is half of two. He it's a pretty much a fifty percent reduction. Yeah. In the suspension.
1: Um it that's what it sounds like. You you are some sort of math wizard.
0: I do my right. best. Yep. Damian Williams.
1: Yeah, I dislocated his shoulder. He'll Whew. be he'll be missing this week at least. At least. Um, it sounds like it'll probably be a multi week injury. So Kenyon Drake is pretty much free and clear as the starter there.
0: He is the man, the myth, the legend. Right. Another bad team.
1: So this is one of those things where he'll, he's going to get an opportunity here late in the season to kind of prove his worth, and and who knows. Uh, he is an explosive player. He has a tendency to either break off a big big chunk or or get like negative or no yards. So he's kind of one of those hit or miss guys, even play to play. So we'll see if he can establish himself and and get some consistency.
0: It could be a nice ride here down the stretch. If you are Kenyon Drake, or he is no longer going to be in the timeshare, which means he can come away with some of those catches that Damian Williams was getting Mm -hmm. as well, which make him a dual threat running back. The carries pass catching ability here is going to be a nice ride down the stretch. There's always those running backs that pop up to help people win those championships that you never thought would be the guy to help you win a championship Kenyon Drake has now put himself in position to be that guy. Booyah. Jump on it. Jump on it. Jump on it. Moving on. Mm-hmm. I saw a guy on the sidelines making some throws. Oh, yeah? Digging deep off his plant foot. Who's twisting that? Twisting the hips. Some call him Aaron or A-Rod.
1: Okay. Rogers, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he, he supposedly in warm-ups, Chuck won about 50 yards.
0: Yeah, he was chucking that thing over the mountains just like Uncle Rico, but he's he's going to be back just in time for your championship game.
1: Uh, yeah, I think, I think week 15 is the first week he's eligible, and I think he can start practicing coming up like this week.
0: So if you have Jordy Nelson and you can make it that far, it's a boost. If you have Aaron Rodgers and you can make it that far, that's a boost. If you have any Green Bay Packer and you make it that far, it's a boost. It's a boost. <laughs> yeah. So good news, Rodgers fans rejoice. I'm sure a lot of teams uh that have those kind of players will probably not make it to the championship game right. because that's a big blow to your roster. Those are cornerstone pieces there. So but hopefully you get there and hopefully help somebody to win. That'd be a nice comeback story, wouldn't it not?
1: It would be it would be an awesome story because I do have a Jordy Nelson share and hopefully I'll be there in week fifteen. What league? Uh Dynasty. Our Dynasty, like the <laughs> the old super old one that we're always talking
0: not, about. Not so fast, buddy. You're gonna have to face me. You know, I just lost this week uh yeah by a couple points
1: that happens i lost not, this week also
0: i ain't worried i'm scared
1: i'm not either that's another league that's got like a billion people really close um
0: it is uh got some good teams a couple teams made back uh some big jumps out of the cellar a couple right. teams that were been on top for a long time took a big nose dive too weird year in that old 15 year dynasty it was
1: league. a weird year there's a lot of injuries though man this was a, a bizarre it's been year. a bad
0: it's been a bad year uh mike williams doesn't tear an acl thank the lords right just a bone bone bruise just a
1: bone bruise so he's gonna be on the shelf here for a little bit longer um who knows with those bone bruises how how many weeks it actually is gonna take to heal up
0: listen you know Um, sometimes when you sit somewhere too long it kind of leaves like an indentation yes yeah mike williams needs to stop indentation that bench Um, indenting that bench yes Keep your butt off the bench.
1: Hopefully, it's a big swing and turn around for Mike Williams next year, and he can actually stay healthy. But yeah,
0: we're here too now, still not worried. Let's right. get a full here. All you know, off season, staying healthy, professional nutritionists, trainers, all that. Let's build up these muscles. Let's build up these tendons. Let's build up this neck muscle. Let's run some routes. Let's work with Philip Rivers and his eighteen kids. Let's all get in there, have a double, you know, football team in the holidays, in the new year, February Thanksgiving uh well thanksgiving just passed sure it was just thanksgiving wasn't it it was just passed. it yeah feels like so long ago
1: no it just happened man
0: i know it was great i ate a lot of food (sighs) watched a lot of football
1: i was stuffed when we when we came over for sunday my stomach was so expanded i could just eat so much good food because (laughs) (laughs) room for a hundred more it was it was so well practiced and, and stretched out
0: and then of course the biggest news of the week of course it's so big The news is so big, I myself am literally flying to California to go witness it. Oh, my God. Josh Gordon returns for the Cleveland Browns this week after three and a half years of disappearing because of all kinds of problems. We need to go back and live in the past because this is now going to be the future. He's going to return to the Cleveland Browns, be their number one receiver. Does he have a huge week? I sure hope so. I'm flying to L.A. I'm going to go watch the Browns play in L.A. in a little tiny Staples Center. I can't wait. If I have any Dynasty or fellow friends out there in LA, phew, hit me up. I'm flying out Friday morning. Going to be there uh, till uh, Monday morning, I think, right around there. So hit me up. Maybe if you guys come down to the game, we'll have a beer. We will talk Dynasty, Fantasy Football. But I have to go witness this in person. You know, I've had to set in plans for a long time. You know how?
1: The crystal balls.
0: Crystal ball said Josh Gordon's be back in LA December 3rd. Rich, book your ticket. Psh. You got that right, Crystal Ball. You've never failed me yet. Why would you fail me now? I'm out there. Hey, Crystal Ball, does Josh Gordon have a big game on Sunday? <sighs> oh, hell yeah. He's going to have eight catches, 111 yards, and a touchdown.
1: Are you talking about Hunter Henry stats against the crappy Browns defense? Or is no, that no, Josh no. Gordon? i talking about Josh Gordon, oh, son. All right, all right. Crystal Ball,
0: don't lie. There it is. Clear as day. Number 12. Yep. Tattoos everywhere. Don't right. see any marijuana in there either. Oh, wow. He's going to be good to go. Book it. Eight catches, 111 yards, and a touchdown.
1: So that was strictly coincidence, right? Now, listen, I don't have glasses on.
0: <laughs> the numbers are farther away in this ball. So they look a little foggy. That eight could be a zero. That 11 could be, instead of 111, could be a negative a dash minus 11. Here. And that touchdowns could just be a T and not a one. I don't know. But that's what it looks like from here, and that's what I'm calling it. All okay? right. Yep. So Josh Gordon comes back. uh, Obviously, the window to buy Josh Gordon is going to be kind of rough. I'm still seeing people. It's easy to say. Like, I put that poll on Twitter. I said, what would you rather have? A second-round pick, I think, a second- and third-round pick, or Josh Gordon? And and an actual poll voted on, like, a 1,000 people. I think, like, 60% said the picks. Wow. And I went out and made trade offers in every league. I offered second- and third-round picks and players. I offered even more than that in some leagues. I offered, like, second-round pick, third-round pick, Player A, player B, uh, my great, 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 great grandson's uh, name rights, and (laughs) I still got declined.
1: Yeah, you're not going to, I mean, you're not going to find a better, chances are you're not going to find a better player than Josh Gordon talent wise in the second or third round ever. I mean, in any but some drag. people
0: just might give up. I mean, obviously people voted in that poll. Sure. So some people would take that. Some people would take well, that.
1: That's the thing. They Not just, in my league, sir, They I. have zero faith in Josh Gordon coming back and, staying and you know healthy. What? All There's those people aren't staying. Josh
0: Gordon owners either. Right. They've committed themselves this long. Right. I was so close to offering the first round pick for Josh Gordon, too. But it's like, uh, I just can't. Convince <laughs> myself to give it up. I think I even texted you to ask you your opinion on Apple. What you do? And you picked Gordon
1: over the first round. Every pick.
0: other person I texted, which was like four other people, all picked the picks. Really? I think I said first. I think I did text my friends out. First round pick or Josh Gordon? Right. And they all took the first round pick except yeah. for you.
1: I said Josh Gordon. Yeah.
0: Because I too, I would take Josh Gordon. Like some I have a lot of Josh Gordon shares. You
1: said them. first round pick or late or late first round pick or Josh Gordon?
0: Yeah, late first round pick or Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. You're not gonna find that kind of guy. No. But what if he relapses and he's done forever? What
1: happens if your first round pick blows out his knee the first play ever?
0: Such a negative Nancy.
1: I'm just saying. There's, I mean, at least I've seen Josh Gordon dominate in the NFL. I'm not saying, hey, he's 100% going to get back to that, but. Uh, he's still young. He's twenty six. Well, he's capable.
0: I obviously love him. I'm flying yeah. half. I'm flying across the country just to go see him with my own two eyes, right? And just cheer him out. And I'm gonna be out there like a little schoolgirl jumping up and down, going go, oh, Josh, go. Mm-hmm. Who's that guy? <laughs> Who is this That's character? I'm gonna rock my Dynasty in shirt, so he knows I mean business. It's me. I was talking on the podcast. Don't you listen? <laughs> oh, you don't. Oh, well, shame uh, on you. I used to be a big fan. Adios. So let's get it. Let's move into some of these weeks.
1: Sure, we can get into some of these games.
0: Some of these weeks.
1: Some of these games.
0: So, if we go all the way back to Thursday, Turkey Day, if you can remember that. If you if you lived through your food coma, there were some games that week. Uh, obviously, Case Keenum had another nice game. Latavius Murray, another solid game. So, where do we stand with Latavius Murray and Jarek McKinnon? Can you trust Jarek McKinnon right now to be a fantasy relative? We talked about him It'd still being possible there in the receiving game with the targets and whatnot. But clearly... The in-between-the-tackles runner here is going to be Latavius Murray. He had 20 carries, Jericho McKinnon uh, 13. McKinnon do do much. He's not really a big in-between-the-tackles runner anyways. Right, right. But his targets dropped pretty significantly. Only saw three of them there, caught one of them for 31 yards. Are we, you know, is that is that ship already sailed on McKinnon? I don't
1: I don't think it's completely sailed, but I think they have been moving a little bit more towards, obviously, Latavius Murray um, in the past few weeks. So, I mean, it's a little troubling, but. I still think he's going to have games that that he's useful. Uh, to be honest, down the stretch here,
0: I asked you an inter- inter- uh, interesting question on Sunday. I said, "Who'd you rather have, Alvin Kamara, Adam Thielen?" And you said, "Adam Thielen eas- or I mean, Alvin Kamara easily.
1: Yeah, easily. Okay. It's just it's it goes back to the same thing I already said earlier. I mean, you can get an Adam Thielen. There's lots of Adam Thielens. I think in the NFL. I mean, nah, I year in, that, I wouldn't go that far. Year in and year out, there are. I mean, but finding the running back—it that is going to dominate for three or four years. But there's is a, hard. To there's do.
0: A, there's a good post on the Dynasty Nerds uh, Facebook group message. Like again, if you don't, if you're not on there, people people join daily. It's great. There's over I think there's there's a lot of people on there. Uh, it's a great place to be. Just go to Com, click on the join the group, and it's a Facebook page. Literally committed just to Dynasty Fantasy Football talk. It's absolutely glorious. And somebody said, put on there like, hey, do you think Adam Thielen's for real? And it's like everybody's like, for, are you serious, man? Like, he's only been doing it for two years, year and a half. He, he's the real right. deal. So no, I think he is, yeah. So I wouldn't go as far as saying there's lots of Adam Thielen's out there because there's not many wide receiver ones out there. Matter of fact, there's only 12 of them.
1: That's by the very definition of wide receiver one, there are only 12 of them.
0: Yes. So, I mean, he is consistently a wide receiver one. I mean, right now I mean, him – using
1: and, that same argument, there's only 12 running back ones.
0: Yes. But they last so, I mean, they last less longer.
1: They they do. They're harder to come by. That's, yes. That's my whole point. True. I mean, it, it's like, you know, you only get a couple of years with these guys. So, once you have them, you, you really need to cash hey, in and get there's them. There's
0: no guarantee. And the, see, the bigger thing with the running backs, too, is they get hurt so often. There's no guarantee. Just like Dalvin Cook this year. Here he was. Looked fantastic. Now he's out of the ACL. Uh, the way, Al, you know, Alvin Kamara hurtling people. There, it's, a, it's a good way to get
1: a little boo-boo. No, it's a good way to get a boo-boo. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Adam Thielen is going to have more and I'm long not, term. And I'm not
0: arguing with you. I'd probably take yeah. Kamara over Thielen as well. But it's it's an interesting topic there in debate because it's like, hey. But I would also take Stefan Diggs over Adam Thielen.
1: Okay. You don't have me there. I mean. That's fine. I, they're they're close I in my eyes. Um, they're close in my eyes, I think. I think Thielen's just more consistent now. I mean, I think he's established that. So while I think, you know, obviously Diggs is probably a a more explosive, um, you know, explosive wide out, I I think Adam Thielen's, he's just much more consistent. You know what you're getting week in and week out, and I'd rather have that.
0: Me, I'm just taking the 23 year old over the 28 year old. Well. No, Maybe yeah, be there. I uh, still love Diggs' talent tremendously, right. and I think their fantasy points wouldn't be as far off if Diggs wasn't banged up there for a couple games. But he's as always well. that's his
1: thing. He's always banged up. It is, it and is his thing. Right.
0: Uh, I don't mind his thing, so it's not that bad because he's just a stud. But at the same time, again, they're neck and neck. It's definitely very close. Like the the
1: the. You just said you don't mind his thing, but all right.
0: <laughs> you are such a dirty bird. All right. I don't even know why I do this show with you sometimes. Polluted uh, polluting my mind over here. You're I have usually, kids raised. You're usually the creepy one. Oh, uh, <laughs> touche, touche. Other side of the ball, Marvin Jones, another big game. Sure. Uh, I took this opportunity. I know Marvin Jones isn't old. I just traded Marvin Jones for a first-round pick.
1: That's not a bad trade after a big week like that, man.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a mid-to-late first-round pick is where it's going to be. He needs wide receiver help. So I just looked at it. I was deep at receiver. Um and I felt it was good. I think it was in a super Superflex League, actually. Okay. Where I have tons of receivers. In our Superflex League? Yeah. I oh, believe okay. so. I believe that's the league. I'm in so many leagues, I can't keep Right, it. right. But I believe that's the league it was in. So I actually took Marvin Jones' this opportunity there. Just a whole... In, the, the consistent uncons, unconsistency of Detroit.
1: Consistently inconsistent.
0: Yes. This Dr. Way. Seuss. Mm-hmm. Uh, is where I have Marvin Jones. And I'm going to... I think Marvin Jones is a good receiver. But... Throughout his entire career, this is where he's, he's had these big games for a couple games in a row and then disappears for a little bit. He has these big games, disappears for a little bit. You also have Golden Tate there, one of the most elusive running backs in the whole NFL, as to me, he's the number one receiver there. Right. I know that Marvin Jones has outshined him over these last couple weeks, but I still like those guys as a good tandem. I think they're going to go get a big... I really see them drafting like a guy like Darius Geis this year. A nice, big, power running back. I think that... I think that's what his team has been missing. They've been trying to figure this out with Matt Tafford, Stafford making him the highest-paid receiver. In that dome and the way they play the football, I think they're all going to be much better suited. if They can go kind of Ram-style with a running back like Todd Gurley and get a guy like Darius Geis on the roster. I think it would be a really good pick. If Darius Geis goes to the Lions, to me, that's almost locking him up as my number two overall pick. Again, I don't know. I'm, I guess you where Calvin. You know, right. I, I rank Cortland Sutton and Calvin really, but I would really like that situation for him. Almost if Darius guys even he went to the good team like the Indianapolis Colts,
1: you're I mean, you're not going to get an argument out of me. I mean, I I don't like Amir Abdullah. I don't think he's a feature back. In the no, United he's doo doo butter, and it's something that they've desperately needed for how many years? I mean, like fifteen or something. Like they uh, haven't
0: what? had a hundred yard rusher <laughs> since like 2013.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. It feels like a hundred years.
0: You could have impregnated a woman. She could have waited nine months, had that baby. That baby, in the meantime, could have learned how to speak English, walk, <laughs> and count. Yeah, and possibly some letters. Yep. In that meantime, since the last time they had a hundred-yard receiver,
1: that's ridiculous. A r- rusher.
0: Somebody could have Somebody went from a full head of hair to a non-full head of hair in that time. Sure. Okay. Uh-huh. You could have. You were super smart. Graduated college, <laughs> in the time. That they've had a 100-yard rusher. Right. You could have almost served an entire term of the President of the United States of America since they've had a 100-yard rusher.
1: Any, anything else?
0: I don't know. That's a long time. Three and a half years. All right. Okay. <laughs> yes, so, yeah. Yes, they need a running back. Yes, Amir Abdullah is no good. Yes, none of those guys have been any good. Has anybody been there, been good there since Barry Sanders?
1: Uh, Javad Best for like a year.
0: For one year. For like four games.
1: And, and, you know, Reggie Bush was okay. An Olympic runner. Yeah.
0: For Reggie Bush. You even forget he was even on the Lions. Right. It wasn't even good until he left the Lions. Right. So, yeah, I stole Marvin Jones for a first-round pick. It's what this really boils down to. What this
1: all boils down to is you. <laughs> it's like, always. It, like it always does. Listen,
0: dude, this is my show. I'm going to talk about me. Chargers Cowboys played themselves a game there. Phillip Rivers had one of the best games he's ever had in his entire life. I saw us today. Uh, Benjamin Albright tweeted out, about Eli being a lock for the Hall of Fame, Ben being a lock for the Hall of Fame. And he said Rivers is a lock for the Hall of Fame. And I think Rivers, when it's all said and done, when he's done playing, I, think I, I thought about it, I was like, you know what, I think Rivers will be a Hall of Famer. He's a pretty damn good quarterback. He
1: is a good quarterback. He um, needs
0: to get somewhere this year, though. I
1: That's the problem. He never goes anywhere. So that's going to be the argument against him getting into the Hall of Fame. And you know he's not going to get in as automatically as those guys. No, I no, for
0: Two Super Bowl wins automatically get you in, right? I think you know he, he might be a late bloomer, but it's okay.
1: You never know. I mean, there are quarterbacks that win them super late in their career. I mean, look at uh, John Elway. You know, so.
0: Meanwhile, uh, Melvin Gordon still uh, showed that he's uh, he's jagging along there. I am. Uh, I am. I fully hit the the situation with Melvin Gordon is this off season. I'm going to desperately do what I can to get rid of him. Right. I am going to try and get a guy like, like I said, if Darius Geis goes to a situation like we just mentioned, I'm going to try and use Melvin Gordon and use him to get Darius Geis and hopefully that person's second-round pick. So, like a first and second-round pick. But I want it to be high. So, I want to see a situation here because, obviously, for Melvin Gordon, I don't want to flip him for a receiver. Most people that have Melvin Gordon, they rely on Melvin Gordon. He's not a terrible play, definitely in the PPR leagues. But I'm gonna try and flip him from one running back to another running back, and I definitely am gonna propose what you've proposed as well. Is this is gonna be the off season to get out from under?
1: I agree, man. The uh, ship is the ship is taking on water. Tick, 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 tick. It's a it's a time bomb, and it's, it's oh, ticking thought, away. I thought
0: that was a time X. No, it's not a time X. It oh, was okay. a ticking
1: time bomb um, before Melvin Gordon's. I think value just kind of it bottoms out, man. So
0: good, good theory, Gargamel. I mean,
1: even Austin Eckler is starting to cut in a little bit there. Yeah, he's looking pretty good. Yeah, he does. He looks explosive, especially catching the ball and out in space and stuff like that. I mean, like you
0: a big trade offer for Austin Eckler. You sure did. Uh, no, no, don't tell the people what okay. I offered. all right, I won't. It was John Brown. Um, it was
1: <laughs> a mere 23 hours after telling me to my face on this podcast that John Brown is untradeable. He tried to trade me. Him. Um, <laughs> Matt comes
0: over on Sunday to watch the Browns game with me like we normally do. He looks at me and says, did you just not tell me that John Brown is untradeable? I told him maybe I did. <laughs> Why did you try to trade me? Him? Maybe you weren't listening to me. I was testing you. Uh, Obviously, you were listening. I was listening. You passed the test. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Austin Eckler is an, an interesting prospect. Definitely somebody that you kind of want to go out there and try and acquire. Like I just did. It did not work. It was my futile attempts. Yeah,
1: it was futile.
0: I will strike again. Sure. Uh but it's going to be interesting to see where he goes throughout the off season. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what they have in Melvin Gordon. You know, do, I want to see, do they pick up his fifth-year option?
1: Okay. That's, that's right.
0: going to be the big telling point to me on Melvin Gordon. Because then once they've got the fifth year, that's when they're going to start negotiating for a long-term contract. If Melvin Gordon gets a nice long-term contract, then he's still going to be a really good player there with this team. Again, with Keen Allen, who had another monster game, oh, he's yeah. a stud muffin. We mentioned Mike Williams earlier. He has a chance to be a very special Hunter player. Henry. Hunter Henry is a great tight end, and they they they're in a position where there there's not like a great amount of holes, and it's so like you can use it to graft offensive lineman right. when that offensive line is even taking a step forward this year, and they can use that in defense. And they are, they have the best, one of the, arguably the two best defensive ends in the league with Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. So they have a lot of th- way to go with that team. Phillip Rivers probably is not going to retire anytime soon, so they can lock up Melvin Gordon for a good price. He's in a really good.
1: He's in a good situation. Good yeah.
0: So if you do trade him, it's it's not one of those things. That, so if you're you know what, I'm not going to trade Melvin Gordon. That's fine. And if you can't trade Melvin Gordon for a really good price, you should definitely hold. It's not one of those situations. I'm like, no, well, you're not just dumb trade a him guy. just to dump yeah, the guy. No, no, no. no, no. because after you know the, the talent for him to still have a really good year is still going to be there, just because the offense he is. That's why his fantasy points are so doing so well. It's because of all the touchdowns he has scored and his pass catching ability. It's just that it's just his. In between tackles, running, he's
1: time. just not very efficient, right? I mean, no. he's always going to be. He, he
0: stops pretty easily.
1: He's right around three yards, a uh, three, three and a half yards a uh, carry. So yeah, I and mean, that's
0: just not superstar. It's just average.
1: It's average, and to be honest, I mean, if you're not, if you lose a step from there, you're done. You know what I mean? You don't have a step to lose if you're Tose. averaging three, three and a half yards a, a carry.
0: Uh, on a, on the Dallas side, we mentioned a guy like Rod Smith before. Like sure. Okay, the guy when they were mentioning teams. Running backs we mentioned here, hey, we liked Rod Smith as the best option there. I Me mean, in the meantime, since then, Derek Fadden retired today. Right. Alfred Morris is just being Alfred Morris, which is just Alfred Morris, just a guy. And last week this they shared carries. Nine carries for Alfred, nine carries for Rod. Nice even split there. But then Rod and Alfred both got a couple targets. you know, Alfred got one target, Rod right. got two. I still like down the stretch here for Rod Smith to kind of surpla- surplant him and be kind of the main guy there behind the line. Now, is that great? You know, Tyron Smith banged up? No. With Dak playing set so well? No. With Des Bryant just completely falling off the map? You know, if this. Obviously, you know, some people are flat earth believers and they probably just thought Des walked into the world and just fell off.
1: Just but, fell right off the edge.
0: Me personally, I think anybody that believes the earth is flat is kind of stupid
1: i mean it's round people
0: yeah so if you're a flat earther and you now are really mad because i called you stupid well don't be stupid the earth is round
1: the earth is round
0: it's a it's a somewhat of a sphere but not exactly a sphere because the, the spin causes it to bow out just a little bit so it's not real it's in it's not it's really not a sphere. perfect sphere it's not a perfect sphere of course it's mountains on it matt it's not a smooth orb Okay.
1: Can we talk about something else?
0: No, let's talk about flat earth. <laughs> Kyrie Irving out there, if you're listening up, you dumbass. So yeah, the earth is round. Um so it's kind of not a good situation for anybody there.
1: No, but I mean Des will have better games than he had this past week. I mean, three for thirty seven is just really bad.
0: The Cowboys need to draft a receiver.
1: <clears throat> I agree with that.
0: Yeah. So they need a receiver badly. You know, I know they got Ryan Switzer, I know they got Cole Beasley. But listen, those little white dudes aren't gonna help you out. You need a big strong guy doesn't matter what color he is he could be american indian he could be indian indian he could be chinese japanese long as he's not north korean because you know they're not allowed to play football there uh they need another receiver i saw a good i got a good tweet today about calvin ridley of the some of the dallas can get them they'd be a good spot for him and i completely agree
1: okay i haven't watched enough on him I, i don't know yet
0: good route runner okay strong hands uh not used enough in alabama like most alabama receivers out there very true but a nice solid receiver like just an all-around really good receiver um i really want to see what his 40 times gonna be i'll see how fast he is okay but a good route runner with good hands savvy gets out of his breaks pretty well so um moving on to another game shall we let's do it man kind of creeping through these games somewhere i have to skip over giants redskins Nothing to see here.
1: Yeah, 24 carries, 100 yards for Samaje, and then uh, Jameson Crowder. Making uh, a big comeback. Yeah. Finally healthy. Finally doing what I thought he would do, seven receptions, 141 yards, and a touchdown.
0: That's a guy that we predicted it was going to be pretty well, and everybody's like, what's going on? What's going on? Should I trade him? No, you can't trade him. you got to sit on him. Look, you sit on him. Now back-to-back weeks, big games. Right.
1: I'm actually able to start him in the Superflex League, which is nice.
0: So what do you think about Samaje run after that game? Just bad – Bad Giants or, hey, he really is what everybody says is going to be a nice...
1: Well, here's the deal. I mean, this was Thanksgiving, so I was running around a little bit. I saw the first half where he looked like crap. I did not see the second half of the game where he apparently came alive and started playing well. But... After I heard that, it didn't really surprise me because that's what he did in college. He would he was a guy that needed a bunch of carries. He needed to wear down a defense, and in the second half he started breaking off big runs when he really started wearing down Long the defense. On 16
0: yards. Right.
1: I mean, but those are chunk yards and that's what he used to do in college, so it doesn't surprise me. I just wasn't sure that he was going to ever get, get that kind of production or those amount of carries in order to get that kind of production, I guess. I'll
0: tell you what too, what kind of shocked me as well. Four targets, three catches, 30 yards
1: right because you didn't see that in college but i mean obviously joe mixon was there and, and he was far superior yeah that. he
0: was your pass catcher back so right. this that was kind of the nice that's what i liked the most out of samaj p ryan sure yeah, am i he's still be- in on him no because i don't think backs like him are sustainable uh of, co- of course many of like him have been sustainable but to me i'm still not in I'm gonna. I'm hoping Samaje kind of put together a couple good games here. So again, I could just get out for
1: money. I'm still. I'm out on him. He's. I mean, he's a guy that you're gonna need. They're always gonna be looking for somebody better that does everything. You know, he he doesn't do everything. No. So. Um,
0: and of course, the Giants are a sinking ship. We the Giants.
1: That. Yeah. You, yeah. We already talked about them. We're done there. I think.
0: Okay. Atlanta Falcons. Julio Jones. You just called it. You called this last week. I did. You said Julio's due for a three touchdown monster yard game and here he comes out 12 he, catches
1: he disappointed the only two touchdowns man
0: 253 <laughs> yards and two touchdowns yeah, yeah.
1: julio just being julio julio just, being julio yeah
0: he's one of the best in the nfl that's yeah, all
1: yeah you can only keep him down for so long before he just goes berserk and i'm just thankful it wasn't against me in any of my leagues because it has been in past years and i've just you know you just kind of throw your hands up and go oh, all right what are you going to do? You know, like.
0: Throw your hands up and you party in the USA. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's Julio.
0: Yeah, so. it's Julio. I had Julio in a couple of my redraft leagues, so I came away pretty happy. Nice. And I did not face him in any leagues, so I came away pretty happy. Yeah. I a couple of Julio uh, Kamara combos that made me feel really good about myself. Oh,
1: That's, that's a monster week right there.
0: Browns, Bengals. Uh, Joe Mixon had a really good game.
1: He finally got all the carries, you know, for the most part. 23. Running
0: over linebackers, throwing, showing some power out there.
1: Hey man, he's finally getting in his groove a little bit. This is the kind of stuff we saw at Oklahoma, so um, I'm glad he's finally starting to translate it here into the NFL.
0: Yeah, I, I I like Joe Mixon as a nice buy low. I've already tried to get him in a couple leagues. I put some offers out for him. I've been rejected every single time, but he's something that I liked for the last couple of weeks. I've been trying to get low on Mixon, and I'm hoping I personally kind of hope that he just kind of plods through these last couple of games and does what he's been doing, not kind of what he did against the Browns. Because I would love him as a nice. Buy low. Try to buy him. Try year. to buy
1: him low if he yeah. if he kind of fizzles here at the end.
0: No, no, no we, who knows what's going on that coaching staff next year? We have no idea what's going to go on there. So I still like Joe Mixon. I'm still a fan. We'll see where we take him in the redraft league when we draft rookies. But I still think there's a lot of potential for Joe Mixon there. Nice, good buy low if you can. Obviously, it was a big week last week, so not as much. More to utilize Still saw three targets. That's where I want to see him mo- used even more right is a pass game. Absolutely. Seems like they've given up yeah. completely on Gio Bernard there, again only one target in this game.
1: Um yes, and and I think, you know, there was a lot of familiarity between um the Bengals obviously and Hugh Jackson. So they might have been just trying to throw in a different wrinkle something that they haven't seen yet and uh and plus I mean, if you look in the at the past few uh games between the two of them, it was Jeremy Hill just gouging us. So I you know, I think I think obviously Joe Mixon is a little bit um, more of an in between the tackle guy, similar to uh, similar to Hill. So you know if it ain't broke, you know don't fix it. So
0: okay, and obviously, obviously we mentioned Josh Gordon's come back for the Browns should help Corey Coleman who got peppered with eight targets again. Only caught three of them. Had a huge drop out there in the end zone. Oh, Kaiser uh, with a beautiful pass right on the numbers perfectly. Thrown and Joe back. comes through catches all four four of his passes. I I am really from a Browns fan boy point. Um, I'm really excited to see what Josh Gordon, Corey Coleman, and and David Njoku will do on the field. I really still like Njoku. I really like his upside from a really raw tight end. We said him coming out sure. in his rookie and his rookie scouting report saying, "Hey, this guy is extremely raw. but could be the most talented r- tight end in this class. He has that kind of potential."
1: He absolutely, does. he is
0: raw. And he, for being a rookie at tight ends, we I like what I see out of him so far. Like this is this is what I want to see out of him. Him making plays. Showing what he can do, that can be really excited going into year two.
1: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look like the game is too big for him. I think you see, you see, you still see some of the things that you saw in college, where he is a little bit raw, running routes, he does drop the occasional pass and stuff like that. Um,
0: not this week all four,
1: right? But this week, you know, as long as he, he sh- as as long as it's not a huge consistent problem, then I think you're okay. And um, of course, you know, he's an athletic freak, so. Okay. Uh, He's got a lot of upside.
0: Moving on to the Tennessee Titans and Indianapolis Colts. Derrick Henry, as he finally supplanted DeMarco Murray, gets one more carry than Murray. He had thirteen carries for seventy nine yards. That's a good for six point one average. DeMarco Murray had twelve carries, one less. Now the yardage, a little different here. A little different. About about seventy yards. That's right, seventy nine yards to nine yards. Um, That's a six point one average to a .8 average.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you're having a hard time, obviously, starting Demarco Murray, even though he did score a touchdown and he caught some passes. He's he's just not he's not healthy. You can tell, you know, if you see any clips of him running the ball, he's just it, he's not healthy. And He hasn't been all year, so we um,
0: think Demarco Murray's gonna be playing next year
1: somewhere else. Ain't
0: yeah. gonna be Tennessee. That's no, it, no. Derrick Henry's gonna be locked in as that started running back. But like I always mentioned, so it, obviously six point one, the the Colts defense isn't that great. First of all, sure. Uh, but this is what you're going to get with Derrick Henry. He's going to be a north south runner, and I am again, I am now officially holding Derrick Henry shares until next year when he is named a starter, and then right in there, right before the year starts, as the year starts, I'm trading Derrick Henry for some heaters. Sure. Even this year, I'll try in the rookie draft. I'll try and move up for a more versatile running back. He's just not a versatile running back.
1: He is not, man. He's a he's a banger. You know, he's in between the tackles. He's a he's a LeGarrette Blunt type of guy. You know, I mean, but he, I mean, he's probably a little bit better than LeGarrette Blunt, But um, he's not going to catch him many he passes. He's a one dimensional guy. Needs a bunch of carries, and you know, hopefully scores you a touchdown to have a monster game. That's that's the only way you're going to get a monster game out of him.
0: Yep, Agreed. Other side of the ball, our, our friend Chester Rogers, uh, who's been hurt, who's came back, yep. four targets, three catches, 34 yards. Just a nice little usage. I'll produce T.Y. Hillen. I'll produce Dante Moncrief. Uh, Dante Moncrief is absolutely nothing without Andrew Luck. And maybe we'll see if he can be something when Andrew Luck comes back. That still remains a mystery.
1: Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning towards no. I think I'm um... – I may be the only one out there on that limb, but who knows?
0: No, I'm with you. I say no, too. Okay. Right. Um, I'm out on Dante Moncrief. If I could get offered anything respectable for Dante Moncrief, I would take it. But at the same time, I'm just going to wait for Andrew Luck to come back and then trying to cash out on that share. The stock is too low, and I ain't saying low, because uh, a wise man once told me on a TV show or a movie once, buy low, sell high. Ah, So it was a movie. That was smart of him. It definitely wasn't my father. <laughs> so I don't know who it was, but thank you, TV man, for letting me take those years' savage, savvy advice and translate it to fantasy football. yeah. Moving on, Buffalo Bills, uh-huh. Kansas City Chiefs. Look at this. Look at this. The Bills the Bills put Tyrod Taylor back in there, and they just beat the Chiefs, who have just been plummeted lately. From yeah, the best well, team in football to the, eh, they're okay. Yeah, they're... Alex Smith, number one fantasy quarterback. Savior, what are they going to do with Pat Mahomes? To when are they going to put in Pat Mahomes? When are they
1: going to put in Pat Mahomes? Yeah, so they yeah, that's kind of crazy. Um, obviously, uh, Andy Reid's not going to fall for that. You know, he's been he's been in the NFL for too long. He's not going to cave to that pressure, I would imagine. So, um, I think you're fine. You know, if you're in a super flex or anything, owning Alex Smith for the rest of the year, but who knows what'll happen in the offseason.
0: And if you're in a super flex, Tyrod Taylor will be starting for somebody next year. It won't be for the Buffalo Bills. But he will, be a, little, a lot of bees there. That, he will be starting for somebody next year.
1: I would, I mean, I would imagine, but who knows? I mean, Tyra Taylor. It's not like he like lit up the world or anything. He might he's have, an average quarterback. He might have to settle for a backup job. He might not saying, be He's a
0: somewhere. slightly above average quarterback. I'm yeah. telling you, if you if you could build a team around his strengths, he's somebody you could win with. He no, I,
1: I I I'm totally on board with you there, but teams that are going to be looking at him are going to be pretty high in the draft and they're probably going to be able to pick and choose a young quarterback someone that they think that they we'll can see a team like arizona, a, a
0: team like arizona uh, Arizona's already already come out and said hey
1: blaine gabbert might be our starter
0: next year you, okay
1: which is which is ridiculous until,
0: until they say hey hey bruce would you have rather blaine or tyrod blaine listen <laughs> uh i know what we told you <laughs> But there is a David Blaine. He does magic. I like that. I want you to disappear just like him. Uh, the only <laughs> my favorite part about that game was that Zay Jones, So when he got, you see all those. I saw that crazy. On Twitter all day. That's replay. what it was. Twitter all day. Zay Jones. What's he doing? How's he How, doing? Did
1: he just blame, did he bl- David Blaine and
0: levitate? He David Blaine that shit too, yeah. man? He was like, whoop. I'm like, look at that. That
1: was crazy. Is
0: that is that a rewind? It looked
1: a, like a rewind, but it was not a rewind. I'm
0: going to call him Michael Zay Jones Jackson.
1: So uh, it is nice to see him catching, you know, obviously at 10 targets, but. um,
0: Nice uptick here. This is what we mentioned. This is exactly what we mentioned earlier. Caught a touchdown in this game. Hey, Zane started off rough, but that's no big thing. You know, it's not Mm -hmm. a big thing at all coming on Eastern Carolina. It's going to be a transition for some people, definitely these kind of guys. Let's see what he does down the stretch. We're down the stretch. Yep. And he is starting to look a little bit better. I'm excited about Zay Jones going into next year.
1: So am I, man. This is exactly what I wanted to see. Me and you, uh, we're, we're pumped about this guy. Hand in hand, you and yeah. I. Mm-hmm. Keep
0: us out from under the mistletoe. Oh, boy. Other Ooh. side of the ball, we already said there's not really a lot to go over there. Kareem Hunt, he's taking a little bit of dive there. Um, but it'll be okay. He's still a stud <laughs> running back.
1: Exactly.
0: He lit the world on fire.
1: Yep. Uh, Tariq Hill had the, an average game, you know, nothing big. Um, man, that was about it, man.
0: Dolphins-Patriots, really not much to see here. Still, you got Deion Lewis and Rex Burkhead being nice, solid weapons there. Both good options there for your fantasy team. Deion Lewis, definitely a big uptick. 15 carries for 112 yards. He is locked in as the starter running back there. Something you can be able to ride out here in the fantasy playoffs that will potentially help you win it, uh, a championship. And Rex Burkhead is utilized too. Bill, like we said, Bill Burkhead has been kind of nice. Bur- Bill likes that. He likes it. As long as you don't mess up, he'll stick with you. Right? He's sticking with both of these guys right now. Both looking pretty good. Rex Burkhead two catches. Like to see him be a little bit more utilized in the passing game there, which is weird because you don't think Deion Lewis can catch the ball as well. They're strictly using him as in between tackles runner, and he's only what he saw two targets. That yep. was it.
1: Two targets, one catch, one yard. That's it, man. So yeah, it's a, it's a bit odd if you're used to getting all those PBR uh, points there from Dion Lewis, but you know it's one of those things where they. They they figured out their formula for success, and, and they're going to keep on keeping on with it.
0: Uh, other side of the ball, Devontae Parker, really disappointing game there. He's been He's had some really nice games when he has played. Then he sure. comes out here, craps the bed completely. Three targets, only one catch for five yards. Kenny Stills outproduced him, even saw more targets. Of course, Jarvis Landry's always going to see his amount of targets. Right. Um, you can't be that big on Devontae Parker because you just traded him to me in a league uh, for a first-round pick.
1: There was a lot more involved in that deal than that. So, okay, um, yeah,
0: man, I just made trade. He gave me Devontae Parker, Jarek McKinnon, Jimmy Graham, Danny Woodhead for Chris Thompson, a first round pick, which is probably be a later first round pick. Hopefully, a twelfth pick, uh, and Adam Shaheen and Joe Williams, right. So
1: it, I, it's a it's one of those. It was the one league where I'm out of contention. There, I just I missed the playoffs by like one. I'm out of it by one game for sure. If I lose now, though, I could I could possibly get bumped all the way up to like the second or third pick. So it was one of those things. Hey, clear out some of the old roster people that um, I I'm going to have a hard time fitting all my my rookies next year up on my roster anyway. So I cleared some space for them and i got young and i got draft picks yep. and
0: and there's a trade we were working on for a couple of weeks and I, and I just couldn't go with that first run because i desperately need a receiver and you finally were willing to give me Devontae parker and i'm absolutely willing to with willing to give that first up for pretty much Devontae parker right is the way i look at. works it.
1: out great for me it works out great for you because I, I get a little roster flexibility you get some pieces that you can use for a playoff run man.
0: i need to win Yep. So Devontae Barker, I'm not worried. Still long term about Devontae Barker. It's just one bad game. He's actually had some pretty solid games in the meantime. No,
1: he's a he's a solid prospect. I'm I'm I have some other younger guys that um, I probably value a little bit higher than him on my on that roster. So that's why I was able to part with him.
0: Uh, Panthers Jets. I was, we got to get through some of these last games here pretty quickly. Robbie Anderson. We mentioned before he has surplanted Jermaine Curse as the number one receiver there. Playing really, really well. I mentioned before the year started, I was like, hey, d- don't be surprised if one of these jet receivers turns into a nice, solid option for right. your fantasy team. And I mentioned both Jermaine Curse and Robbie Anderson. And honestly, both of them have been very solid options there. Jermaine Curse, to begin the year, really strong. Second half year, Robbie Anderson, extremely strong. This week, both of them. Right. Topped 100 yards. Both had a touchdown. Robbie Anderson obviously had two touchdowns. And Josh McCown just keeps on trucking along. As a nice, solid quarterback one.
1: I mean, I, I'm literally, I mean, after watching Josh McCown for the Browns for the past couple of years, I'm flabbergasted that the dude's been able to stay healthy this long. And I'm not flabbergasted that he's producing because when he, when he's played, he's produced. It's just him staying, his ability to stay healthy has been uh, his biggest weakness.
0: Absolutely. And then um, I'm officially ready to say on Devin Funchess that we were wrong.
1: Devin Funches looks good, man. Seven receptions, 108 yards. It looks like he just really needed to get his opportunity, and he wasn't getting it with Calvin Benjamin. A big
0: transition still, tra- when he's coming out of college, transitioning from tight end to wide receiver. At the time, when he came out, he was. He was, like, really tight in the hips. And and, and looking back in there, because he was such a really good tight end, maybe we should have, I guess, if, when you look back, sometimes when I miss on players, I look, look back and say, what did I miss? Sure. What did I miss sure. here? No, you're always for trying me, to tweak the process, man. I think the big thing was just... I, the transition i should have said hey k i should have been so i could I could have been hard i should have been so hard just because he was making that transition from a tight end to receiver and it wasn't a tight end from it wasn't like a quarterback like a Braxton Miller who looked pretty good this week from a quarterback to a receiver it's just a tight end to a receiver so he didn't have time to transition and get into it and look he looks like he's a pretty solid option will he always be the number one receiver? maybe maybe not well
1: i mean obviously in but in college you know he he was definitely tighter in the hips but he was also he was he was much bulkier he he looks almost like a different person now yeah and he's he's much thinner now and and he we should we should we should
0: account we should account for that lesson learned by us
1: well i mean how do you know that a, a guy's gonna change his body i mean like he literally changed his body calvin benjamin was, he changes
0: about it too, right?
1: He turned into a 275 pound fatty,
0: sumo wrestler, which
1: can go either way, you know. So, I understand where we where we missed on that guy, but I don't think I, I don't think he's somebody where we need to like totally change our process. One of the few misses. Oh yeah. no, I agree. I mean, oh. We're always gonna have some misses, right? We have misses and guys right. we think are gonna be good, exactly. But
0: we didn't miss on like a guy like John Ross this year, who's a top ten pick. We told you not to pick.
1: Uh, did we or did I, or, I mean, well we said not high yeah. at the
0: end of the process you kind of wavered a little bit and you uh, took him and you kind of I remember we did that rookie draft and you took him I was like well look at you taking John Ross well I feel like this is where he needs to go because the upside
1: at the end of the first round
0: he's been a healthy scratch these last couple of games I know that have a bad attitude too that,
1: that's a bit of a bummer and yeah then we do hear that he's got attitude issues which is not only does
0: he get hurt physically all the time but his ego must get hurt yeah, a little bit I mean, as well emotionally yeah I'm all out on John Ross nothing I want nothing to do with him
1: yeah, I mean, from all, from all accounts, it seems like, you know, that uh, the Bengals are probably going to move on this year or two from, from the coaching staff there. So who knows what the heck is going to happen.
0: Bears, Eagles, I want to skip that game. There's nothing really big to go over there.
1: Yeah, Carson Seahawks, is
0: good. 49ers, obviously Carlos Hyde still seeing every, you know, I think in the last four out of five weeks, he's seen the most reset targets he's seen ever in an NFL game really being utilized there. I'm really interested if they're going to re sign Carlos Hyde. If they can re-sign Carlos Hyde and not go into it by drafting like a guy like Saquon Barkley, which I think they should sign Saquon Barkley, Carlos Hyde is going to be, have some really good at only 25 years old, 26 years old uh, in a dynasty world. Definitely in his Kyle Shanahan offense to be in his pass catch and running back. Huge uptick, really good value. Uh, let's see where this plays out with them. re him. He's still young no matter where he goes. He's showing that he has the chops to catch the ball as well. I think this offseason, just because I name value alone and the love's not there – I think Carlos Hyde could fall into that nice buy low category.
1: I could see that man. Um, he's definitely he definitely is young enough that he could have a a really nice end of his career or, or, or you know next three or four years. So even if it's not in San Francisco, I think he's still a buy. Uh, he's a nice buy candidate, and I can
0: I see that. I, I can see him being had on a team that's not okay. Now people are out getting out of the playoffs right now. Some people sure. are in there, and a the team that has Carlos Hyde. They might be looking to sell just because, again, Carlos Hyde feels like he's just older than he really is. And you offering a first might get that done. I would offer a first and a second to lock that deal up because, again, you're going to run it as you're going to have for at least a couple of years here. I'd give the I'd give multiple picks up for Carlos Hyde.
1: I don't I don't have a problem with that either.
0: I made that deal. Um,
1: so um, C.J. Beathard, we did forget to mention that he had an injury, and Jimmy Garoppolo got to get in and on the last couple of plays. And he's nice officially
0: today main starting quarterback he going forward. Named, yep. Uh, slight little boost to a guy like maybe like Marquise Goodwin out or there.
1: I, I mean, or Trent Taylor as well. I mean. Um, obviously the New England offense that he came from, it's centered on a lot of short passes. So Trent Taylor would be a guy that is definitely the guy that's going to be catching those type of things, whereas Marquise Goodwin will be a downfield
0: yeah, type of Yeah, absolutely. Check your waiver out there. See what kind of uh, shares you can get, even as deep as a guy like Aldrick Robinson, who we mentioned before. But see if a guy like Trent Taylor's on your waiver wire, Trent Taylor, Marquise Goodwin, both good ads because if any of them get a good rapport going with a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo this year, we'll have the potential to carry over into next year to pair up Pierre Garcon. Who else knows what they do in the offseason? They can sign a receiver via uh, free agency, which is likely, an also draft a receiver. But does not hurt here to pick up those guys as a nice safety net. Bottom of the roster stashes guy, Trent Taylor, Marquise Goodwin, even a guy like Aldrick Robinson. Right on. And let the Saints keep on, or the Seahawks keep on Seahawking
1: right on so Fourth we man. we kind of touch on the broncos raiders right um uh we did miss the simeon. lynch uh yeah they're back to simeon now lynch Brock uh,
0: osweiler demote the third man he's a turd
1: right paxton lynch is a turd also they're all turds yeah it's a big turd sandwich yeah there.
0: they got they need a quarterback
1: they're going to be drafting a quarterback next
0: year absolutely i agree wholeheartedly saints rams obviously you know hey hey Hey, 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 Robert, would you hurt? Who's going to step up and be the man here? Sammy Watkins, you know, the former stud muffin, or our guy Moscow Mule? Hmm. It was Moscow. It was Mule. guy. It was
1: Moscow, of course. Well, Sammy had a good game too, man. Four four receptions for eighty-two yards and a touchdown. He did. Um, he, so, need,
0: he needs his last couple of weeks to really shine there to make put some onus back in his uh his uh muffin.
1: I agree, man.
0: <laughs> he's been he's been a he even a he
1: even threw a pass. It was incomplete. But again, but you're Moscow talking, Mule can do everything.
0: You're talking about a guy, Sammy Watkins, who absolutely has the talent. Right. I, I'm, 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 I'm dipping my stick in the water, twirling it around.
1: I don't want to know what you're doing with your stick, man.
0: I'm trying to get a feel for what the Sammy Watkins. <laughs> old. I'm checking the tide, the rip, the uh, ripples in the water. Oh, oh boy, and see which way they're going, and see if I can get Sammy Watkins for the cheap.
1: Um. I, I also tried to get him uh, this, you know, a p- couple weeks ago in a deal, and I was told to shove it. Sammy's not on the deal, uh, not, not on the table.
0: That much, huh? Yeah, so. Wait, wait, was it from Juan? Of course. Okay, that's why, this, yeah. that's why the word shove it came into effect, because uh-huh. he, he, so he's one of the people that get, he yeah. Um, but I think, listen, his value will pretty much never, I mean, you can't say never, but his value won't get any lower than it is right now. I agree with that. And you're talking about a guy that was unobtainable twelve months ago.
1: Yep. Yeah, so, this is your shot. I mean, go for it. Um see, see if see if see what you can do. He's gonna be it's most likely a, a free agent. Uh, would it, you
0: give up a first round pick for Sammy Watkins?
1: Um it Depends on where that first round pick was gonna land.
0: Top six, no way.
1: Right. But if you're pick if you're, eight if, to twelve. If you're a playoff team, why not?
0: Yeah, right? Yeah. Why not? I'd do it. I would as well. Jaguars, Cardinals, uh, Fournette's ankle, man, big concern.
1: It is a big concern. Of course, it is.
0: It's a big concern. Needs that was my off
1: season. Bi- that was literally my my biggest concern about him. So
0: you know, I I am at the point now that they got to just consider just about what if I am the Jags in a way that see, see the problem is they're still in playoff contention. That is
1: the that is the problem?
0: The moment that they're out of the playoff hunt, which might carry it all in the, the year, I am shutting this guy down and doing everything that possible can. I am putting, um, what is uh, Wolverine made out of?
1: Anamantium.
0: Yes. I am gonna find an animantium doctor, uh <laughs> Stan Lee, and I am gonna put that in Leonard Fournette's ankle so I can get him out there every day to be the stud that he needs to be.
1: Um yeah, man, it's it's a tough break. It's, it, only it's obviously it's obviously zapped him a little bit, twelve carries, twenty five yards for only a two point one yard average this past week. Um uh such a big guy. I mean, like I said, man, this guy feels like a Jonathan Stewart two to me. Where it's just going to be these little things, and he's going to miss a few games here and there. The
0: ankle is going to be a problem forever. It's
1: going to be a problem forever, man.
0: I, it might be one of those things again. He, Leonard Fournette falls in the category. Man, it's time to get out. Right? If Listen, I get, if I could trade Leonard Fournette for Alvin Kamara, I'm doing it.
1: If if you're 240 pounds, which for all accounts that's right around where Leonard Fournette is, two, okay. 230, 240, and you're standing on these little itty bitty things called ankles. And they're the smallest part of your body, and they're always hurt. They're how are they going to get better, man? Like I told
0: you, adamantium, a, a,
1: a, adamantium,
0: Adamant Is that what I said? No, adamantium.
1: that's not what you said. But that I mean, like, seriously, I mean, it's just it's never going to be right. Not playing football. Yeah. Like, it'll be fine if he just quit playing football. But he's never going to play. He's never going to quit football until they tell him to. So
0: yes, he needs a Mediterranean.
1: Exactly.
0: So, uh, other side of the ball, Ricky Seals Jones,
1: legit man. Must. Hope, hopefully you picked him up because yeah, he's legit.
0: He is, uh, he is working his way in there. He's Night. looking pretty good. Another touchdown this week, uh, a couple of big catches, four catches, seventy-two yards. Now that there, he's a top target besides Larry Fitzgerald. He had the most, tar- second most targets on the team with six. Maybe, maybe on some leagues he's still out there in a the waiver wire.
1: He, hey man, if he's out there, strike now because I mean he's. This is one of these guys with. You know, a lot of there was undrafted free agent, undrafted free agent coming out of nowhere here at the end of the year. Um, and it's not like they have an established guy at tight end. Jermaine Gresham is just a blocker. And, and, Jermaine
0: Gresham is nobody.
1: Right, exactly. And and Seals Jones is a converted wide receiver. And it took, yeah, sure, it took him, you know, 10, 11 weeks to who cares to learn the position That's fast. Exactly. He's, He's only twenty two. Yeah. So six
0: five two forty three.
1: You know, I I swooped him up in the one league where he was available this past week and uh, If he's
0: available anywhere, sure. grab him. Pick him he's up. a must pick up. We're talking about Ricky Seals-Jones, the tight end for the Cardinals. Get him, stash him, possibly start him soon. 6'5",
1: 243. We Rookie, he's only 22 years old. Texas A&M yes, Play, he is. played wide receiver there. So, um Grab him, man. He's worth it. He's a nice little stash here towards the end of the year.
0: Okay. Moving on. Yeah. Next game here? I just lost my pager.
1: Um, it's the Packers and the Steelers.
0: Oh, okay. That game. Um, um Brett Hundley's showing a little something, something, huh?
1: Yeah, man. He didn't look too bad. He threw three touchdowns. Um, actually... Hit Devontae Adams on a nice little sideline pass.
0: Hey, what do you know? Hey, what do we – hey, what do you know? Every week we come out here and say, look at, look, who's still the man, Devontae Adams. Jordy Nelson's not going to be the man. And Randall Cobb will be sp- uh, sprinkling in there a little bit. We said that as soon as he went down. As soon as Aaron Rodgers comes down. It's like I have a crystal ball over here or something.
1: Now that I think of it, I think it was Randall Cobb on the sideline pass. But whatever. Um, it was still it – was, it was a nice little pass. Randall
0: Cobb had a touchdown. Devontae right. Adams had 82 yards and a touchdown. Even Jamal Williams caught four passes for a touchdown. Jordy Nelson, in the meantime, had five targets, three catches for 11 yards.
1: Um, it's almost like Jordy Nelson doesn't exist. I think Brent Brett Hunter.
0: Hundley hates Jordy Nelson.
1: I think I think Jordy Nelson must he winked at his woman. I was going to say he must have pinched his woman's butt or something like that, Ooh. and now Brent Hundley's not. He ain't even looking his way.
0: Ooh. he's like, man, I
1: don't even want to talk to you in the huddle.
0: Yeah, big boost. Then on the Steelers side, all those Steelers players are just really good. Um, Antonio yeah. Brown's. You you might as well start getting that guy's green jacket made it's you had that five-year waiting period and then literally Antonio Brown will be in the hall of fame the day they could possibly put him in because he's one of the best receivers I've ever seen
1: I think it's a gold jacket isn't it
0: I don't care what color it is all right I didn't I think think green jackets for golf that's golf yeah (laughs) you're right it is gold remember at one point that you weren't really big on Antonio Brown
1: I, I was just reluctant to name him my top wide receiver
0: He's pretty good, right? Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's one of the best all time. And but, then, but literally,
1: that was a deep-rooted hatred for the Steelers, more so than...
0: Sugarcoat it any way you want. Yeah. Now, on the other side of the ball, we were mentioned in our, my D- Ultimate Dynasty Podcast League, a guy was taking the DeAndre Hopkins uh, for Mike, Mike Evans, Want to trade Mike Evans straight up for DeAndre Hopkins. I feel very comfortable about that, and I'm willing to put DeAndre Hopkins as my number two overall Dynasty startup player.
1: I would rather have DeAndre Hopkins than Mike than, Evans. Than Mike Evans. Yeah. Me too. Yep. I think he's moved
0: himself back up there. I love him.
1: He, he Not as like, much as Josh Gordon. He literally produces no matter what.
0: But if you listen to Nice Nerds Podcast, we, uh, even back in DeAndre Hopkins' rookie year, it was beginning wait, who was it? Hopkins and who else? Do you remember? Hmm. There's somebody else. I can't remember. Mike and I were pushing Hopkins really hard, saying the guy was going to be a stud.
1: I don't remember, man.
0: And sure enough, here he is. Another time to be uh, solidified, right? And then on the Ravens side, Alex Collins is Alex Collins shown enough where he could be the guy going forward?
1: I think he has actually for them. Yeah,
0: how about a still draft run?
1: Yeah, I mean I could see that, but they also they're getting Kenneth Dixon back. Yeah, but did
0: well. we give him Kenneth Dixon? Guys getting all kinds of trouble. Yeah, getting hurt all the time. No, I mean being a dentist to menace out there.
1: I don't think he's going to be someone that they're super reliant on, but I, I could see them. Going with the two of those guys and saying, hey, I think we can make it through a year.
0: I would love to use this push, this playoff push, to try and get a second-round pick for Alex Collins is what I would be trying to do.
1: I I mean, I would be down with that. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't think it would be horrible if, to get a, a second-round pick for that guy. But
0: So that's it for this week. Uh, I'm going to get ready and get, get ready to fly out to L.A. for my uh, Josh Gordon uh, love. I'll be the guy in the stands with a big sign that says, I love you, Josh. So just look for me there. Um, I plan on buying good seats. I probably try and get some fifty-yard line seats down low. They're not. They're not
1: research. hard to get there, right?
0: It's only no, not at all. That's why right. I bought my tickets yet. It's uh, it's only a thirty-thousand-seat stadium. So no matter what seat I get, I'm gonna be pretty much on top of it. But I'm pre- that that's another thing I'm pretty stoked about. To go see an NFL game in a small little. I mean, that's stadium. like just
1: a lower bowl, right? Yeah. I mean, there's no upper deck at no. all in there. Right? Stable little staple right.
0: Center out there in L. A. Um, can't wait. I always love. I've been up to L. A. About. 12 13 times one of my really good friends from college lives out there and I always go out there any opportunity I can to go see him and anytime the browns go out there it's my excuse to go out that way when I saw san diego when I saw them play san diego a couple of years ago nice so uh big fan of going out there Cool. go have some fun no wife no kids
1: oh man super gonna relaxing man it's going to get crazy Yeah.
0: it's going to get crazy man so uh can't wait for that can't wait for the this final week to see where we stand in the playoffs. Good luck to everybody.
1: Yes, good luck, man, going um, into those playoffs.
0: Remember, if you lose, it's just a higher draft pick, baby. You'll be he- Hey, I promise you this. You're, you're going to be a little upset you lost now, but about four, about four or five months from now, you're going to be like, yeah, I'm so glad I lost. That <laughs> game. It's a difference between me getting Alvin Kamara and John Ross.
1: Sure. <laughs> what
0: a big difference maker that is. That
1: huh? is a huge difference.
0: You know somebody took John Ross over Alvin Kamara, right?
1: I'm sure it happened.
0: Shame on you. But we don't have to worry about that because they don't listen to this podcast. So we don't have to worry about them <laughs> offending those people. In the meantime, if you want to talk Dynasty, I'll probably be a little bit more limited on Twitter. Um, you know, Obviously, I'm going to be out there getting a little loose in L.A., but uh, you go always see me up on Twitter at Dynasty Rich.
1: I'm at Dynasty Matt. You
0: have the site at Dynasty Nerds. Make sure you check out our fantasy football forum. Make sure you check out Dynasty Nerds every single day. I think I'm going to use this uh, downtime as well. Um, this week, I'm to try and update my Dynasty rankings, to give DeAndre Hopkins a little boost. Or maybe I'll just do that. Maybe by the time you listen and go look, uh, they'll be updated. Because maybe I'll do it tonight or tomorrow night. Whoa. If I have some free time. I know I need to update them. That's the big right. thing here. Gotcha. Uh, in the meantime, if you want Dynasty Nerds swag, Dan, get ready for this offseason to really pump you up. Make sure you get on DynastyNerds.com and buy yourself a really comfortable Dynasty Nerds t-shirt. Guaranteed to increase your high five intake, your love life, uh, and your better overall parents, period.
1: Uh, I totally agree, man.
0: And guess what? I have a couple more cranberries left.
1: Ooh, do we only, really?
0: Only a couple. Those are the nicey. And I've only got rid of those when people hit me up directly for them. They're not on the website for sale. Oh. They are our best shirt, I think.
1: They are nice, man. They're limited edition. Though. They
0: are a limited edition because we've only had one batch made. Right. I was just real selfish with them. Yes, I didn't sir. put them all for sale. because like, yeah, we got to save these for special opportunities. We are at episode 195. I think when we hit episode 100, we're going to give a shirt away. 200? Whatever I said. Okay. Take that and double it. Perfect. Uh, and then uh, you know, we'll do shirts, all kinds of major giveaways. I think we're at like 1.5 million downloads on a Holy podcast. Cow. That's a lot, right? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, so, of course, when we hit 2 million, we'll give a shirt away. All right. And then, of course, if you want to leave us a rating review on iTunes, you can do that. It's a good way to support a COD podcast for free. Always looking forward to read those new ratings and reviews. We're at 407.
1: 407, it's huh?
0: Still the number one rated and reviewed Dynasty podcast in the world. Nice. Look at us. Thanks, so guys. So, if you want to be 408, jump on it. In the meantime, like I said, good luck. Here we go. We'll talk playoffs next week. Hopefully, we'll see you there.
1: Hopefully, we will. Ready,
0: set, putt Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at DynastyNerds.